You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. Hi, Paul. Hi there, Alisi. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Doing all right? Yeah. So we're recording this uh, late November, early December. Just got through Thanksgiving, spent some time with my friends. Stomach's full. What did you do? Did you say my stomach's full? Stomach's full, just in general, not yours specifically. Oh, oh, that hurts, Alisi. No, he's right. Uh, (laughs) What'd you do for Thanksgiving? Um, I was intending on going to California, a 10-hour trip to go see family. Oh, that sounds wonderful. (laughs) Well, you can pack up the wife and the kid and go see family? That was the intent. What happened? The kid got sick. Well, that happened. The, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. kid got sick. Got, she had she had a hundred degrees oh, temperature, heart. and so we ended up not going. Didn't want to put her in a car for that long period yeah, of time. Of course, yeah. And so, how old is she now? She is about one and a half. One and a half. One and a half. Oh, yeah. she, she's a little gift that keeps on giving. Did she give it back to you yet? <laughs> yes. Excellent. Tells me, tells me no. Yeah. Tells yeah. me no all the time. And uh-huh. no, she started to say no. Yeah. yeah. No, she she knew no before yes. <laughs> um, so, Halisi, I'm kind of, um, I'm looking forward to today's conversation. You you brought this in. Uh, for everybody who's listening, uh, just reintroduce Halisi. Halisi is one of our experts in the Solution Center. So, you know, he's a mentor and he's a problem solver and he does it all within the context to whatever employment laws are surrounding the issue. Um, and so, we, you know, we're always paying attention to what's going on across the country. We have our own compliance team uh, who researches laws. And this law, uh, forms of uh, Crown Acts have, mm-hmm. been, have been passing across the country. They generally start in big urban cities mm-hmm. and they get passed by, um, you know, by the city council or whatever. Um, you want to explain briefly uh, to everybody listening what, what a Crown Act is, what it generally the Crown Act essentially protects employees from being adversely affected uh-huh. because of their hair texture or hairstyle uh-huh. when it's connected to a natural hairstyle. When it's connected uh, yeah, to something that's natural. Natural hairstyle associated yeah. with race or national origin. Okay. So this comes, this kind of takes us to this, this, um, you know, when I heard that we were going to do this, I started making some notes. And by the way, I always get ambushed with this stuff. So I started making some notes. And what I what I thought of first off was this is a, this fits into our high, hiring bias conversation. Um, and it fits into that um, realm that I really like a lot. Well, I don't know. I like the bias, <laughs> but I like to talk about it is it's not necessarily covered underneath any law. Mm-hmm. At least there's me. We all have some biases. We just don't understand, and some of them are um, really innocuous. You know, they, they're just not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one of the hiring biases that's common is you the 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 interviewee's job is to get you to like them, and you end up in your hiring bias. You hire the person you like more than the best qualified person because you spend more time in the I like. Hey, I like this person. Yeah. I'd like to work with them. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they can't memorize a script and they can't do the, the job. But great, you like them. So that's a form of hiring bias. Uh, you know, uh, five years ago, six years ago, there I don't recall there being any crown acts. I don't think that there were any being passed. There were not. No. Yeah. So, you, you know, you have a couple of personal stories that you want to share. And I think the first one's really kind of cool. I, I do want to say that when we, Halisi, mm-hmm. six years here? Six Five, years. Yeah, six years mm-hmm. here. When we hired Halisi, Halisi had dreads. 
I mean, he had some good dreads. That was some serious stuff. Because, you know, dreads don't just happen. It's something you have to cultivate. Time-consuming. I think I was in competition for the longest hair at Cedar. You had cool. So anyway, um, you know, I got to tell everybody, I don't care what Mm -hmm. your hair looks like. It doesn't affect your job or what what you're going to do. So if you're walking around here, you'll see people with cat ears on. Uh, You'll see people with blue hair. I mean, it it just doesn't matter. Um, it, it doesn't affect how you do your job. I do get that some people have some perceptions about uh, uh, other people's appearances and how it might affect their ability to interact with patients or you know you know whatever you know whatever's going on in their in their particular business. So I'm not uh, um, I'm not discounting these concerns or these things that come forward. But but uh, uh, Halisi, you shared one story right before we started recording. Um, let's start with the dreads and how that impacted you before you, uh, you, before you came to Cedar. Yeah. Before I came to Cedar. So after in my undergrad, after I graduated Mm -hmm. that awkward stage of what am I going to do with my life? Oh yeah. And so I went to go apply, um, to a hotel Yeah. just to kind of work at their, at their front desk position. Got a job, got to pay my rent. Got to do do all that. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they let me know that, Hey, during the interview process, um, that they I would need to cut my hair um, in order to be an employee there. Just ultimately that it wasn't, it wasn't professional. Right. Um, and so I was thinking at that moment, I was like, this is not my career spot of mm-hmm. where I want to be. And so cutting my hair is a big, it was a big ask. Yeah. A for, big tell. A, a big tell. It wasn't yeah. an ask. It, it was, if you want this job, this is true. we'd like to hire you, but you're going to have to cut your hair. Yes. You're going to have to conform. Yes. Yeah, and so and it was so I was taken back by it, and you know, obviously I didn't cut my hair, <laughs> um, and so I think it's important it's important to kind of identify how those things just come about. I want to share something that I went through uh, almost the same, you know, probably around that same age. Mm-hmm. Now, by the way, um, I did forklift driving, uh, worked in a warehouse for a while. I did you know I did mm-hmm. some other things before I started my, we'll call this my professional career. Um, I had a job offer coming straight out of college to work for a utility company and got the job. And at the end, the guy said, how about you shave that beard? and You got to cut your hair. This goes back to that bias. Mm -hmm. It would have no effect on me. And, and I, I didn't, (laughs) I didn't take the job either. (laughs) I I think my approach to that is a little different than yours and the, and the, I'm not comparing the two biases, Mm -hmm. but I am saying both of these employers missed out on really great people. Correct. Correct. You would have done a fantastic job. I know you would have done, you would have been the best damn hotel employee (laughs) that they, that they had at the time. And I would have been a great addition to their, um, to, to the, to the team for the city. At least that's my story and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) So, um, did, did, did it hit you in other ways? It, it hit me, um, in a way of just kind of thinking about does this fall under some? Does this fall under a particular law? Yeah. Not that I knew anything about the you laws just like, at this that just point. Seems wrong. It's something about it just just seems odd. And right. I think that those are the kind of triggers that will push an employee to kind of start the research process. Right. Um, and I think that that's where that that can be helpful for our members. That, hey, some actions that you take yeah. is it going to trigger an employee to say, right. "Hmm." Okay. So um, before that. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, um, at least you're African-American. Yeah. I, I don't think we're trying to keep it a secret. <laughs> yeah. um, let, can, can I flash back with you a mm-hmm. little bit? And um, 
and maybe talk about before that, like high school. Like, how, did this show up in high school? Did this show up in your life before then? It did show up in my life in high school. So, so the the hotel wasn't the first interaction. Uh-huh. Um, in, in high school, um, a lot of people wanted to get waves. Waves are it's part of the hairstyle, mm-hmm. um, and you can see. When you have short, shorter hair, you can almost see uh, grooves inside inside the hair, okay. and they almost look like waves, and so they're called waves. And how do you get how do you get these waves? You get these waves by putting on a a tight headscarf, a do so, a do rag, a do rag, yeah. mm-hmm. and so you have to kind of keep it there. You would put you'd moisturize it um, so that it ultimately just kind of creates these waves. This natural this kind of thing that we natural have. yeah natural hairstyle. Um, but in in school. They uh, they associated it with they associated the do rags with gang affiliation. Wow! They, and so if you were if you were wearing it, then you, uh, they assumed that you were part of a part of a gang. Right. Um, and so that would that was just another that was just a, that was the initial instance. That was the initial instance, mm-hmm. and that wasn't true, was it? And it was not true. It wasn't true it, in it, any way, shape, it, or it form. It was not true. In any there way, shape, were or probably form. some gang members who. Yeah, so in my school, mm-hmm. and the uh, and I'm older than you, Halisi, by quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, in my school, um, all the white kids were getting perms, and they didn't say anything <laughs> to us about that. They just let us have all the perms we wanted, and really, that was a crime against nature. If you look back at some of those pictures, and some of the you know, I I used to have really curly hair; it just curled naturally. I know you want to hear my hair stories. No, let's and go. I know everybody, our one listener out there was like, please, Paul, go on about your curly hair. No, but people used to ask me, did you get a perm? You know, and I'm from the East Coast and the South, and it was always like, "Are you? do you get a perm in your hair? Yeah. And, uh, but, but, you know, nobody ever said anything to us. And like I said, it was, uh, you know, it, it was it was going on all around. So mm-hmm. it just kind of, again, takes you back to this sort of bias thing mm-hmm. that, 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 that goes on in society. So at some point, it is my view, and I'm trying to formulate what my thought here is, so just I hope I don't step on my own toes or say something I'm not supposed to say. At some point, these biases become so entrenched that the only way to get rid of the bias is to create a law or protection around it and say, stop doing that. You cannot do that because what you're doing is having a... uh, um, at least, what's the word I'm looking for? It's having a, a specific kind of impact on on the disparate. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so it's having a disparate impact, even though you may not, or you not, let's take the word out, mm-hmm. may not. You are not in your mind doing anything that would create a disparate impact. But yet, if we go back and we do the math, and we look at who got interviewed, what their hair looked like, and who didn't get hired, you begin to be able to see a pattern. Exactly. That grows out of something that is could be an overt uh, racism, mm-hmm. or it could just be some misunderstanding or something that's built into you. Correct. Correct. Right? Yeah, correct. And uh, and a lot of them, um, some might say, "Hey, wasn't there already a law for this particular for this particular thing? Was there? Was there as any? far as race and national origin? Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, so some might kind of take that per- take that perspective, and what they started to find was that the the courts. Were looking at um, hairstyles in a very narrow way. They weren't tying it to race or ah. national origin, uh, essentially because you could change your hairstyle. Right. It was not something that was that was specific to you, and so you could change it. Yeah, and so that and so they a lot of times they would say, okay, well that can't fall under race or national origin protected categories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we could go down that rabbit mm-hmm. hole, but I mean, I can remember 
kids that I grew up with and their hair was crazy. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that the, you know, there was a certain subgroup of kids whose hair was crazy, got a whole lot of pressure to do something about it. And there was another subset where there was um, a conversation. Around yeah. Um, so the crown act is designed crown, these crown acts. Do we have, we don't have anything in national legislation right now. Do we, we don't they, have anything. In, do we have anything embodied in the, in the EEOC at the EEOC with this? They, so it's gone through the house. Okay. At the, and, and it's, it's at the Senate. Um, it has not passed the Senate at this point, and uh-huh. so other states are picking it up. Okay. And so it's currently about 16, 16 to 17 states have picked up the Crown Act. Right. So, um, yeah, so it's not on the federal level specifically yet, but this is sufficiently a, a, a trend when you start to see That's almost half, big of, trend. Yeah, yeah. half the states um, are, are taking on um, this particular act. Law. So HR, a quick HR lesson, everybody, there can be uh, laws about things like this or just about anything, minimum wage, mm-hmm. there, there can be a state law and a federal law, or there could be a state law and no federal law. There could be a federal <laughs> law and no state law. The way that we look at these laws is that the one, if there's two in place, the one that treats the employee the best is the one that must be followed. Um, and then if there's, you know, if there's only one law in one direction, that's mm-hmm. how that works. Mm-hmm. So, um, interesting. Yeah. Anything that our listeners need to know about the Crown Act? I mean, is there anything that we want to, um, it's kind of, I think it's about their appearance policies yeah, and being careful about saying how people are supposed to particularly cut their hair or hold their hair. Yeah. Where, yeah. yeah where their hair, where their hair, um, the, the associated, like the biases that, that you mm-hmm. said that come along with that. Um, I think that when you're talking about this particular law, some people, um, they may ask, "Hey, does the various hair colors matter? Yeah, or do um, uh, wigs, <laughs> right? Wigs or or pur- purchased hair weaves of, of some sort uh-huh. are those associated um, with a? And what do you tell them? Um, I, I, t- I tell them that the particular law is focused on natural hair. Okay. Um, so when you purchase it, it that is not necessarily coming out of your head, right? And so. It, the the law is not particularly clear on on excluding because it can't be because it, yeah because yeah. it can't be so um so i would say just kind of proceed with caution so if i come back from um if i come back from jamaica and i got the whole cornrows and the beads and i got about a thousand different colors and the beads are hanging halfway down my back my employer might be able to say something to me about that yeah they might be able to okay. say something to you about that okay. yeah all right all right. Well, that's interesting. And, and look, I appreciate you sharing the personal part of that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the stories are the best, and I, I just appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's help. I think it's helpful. Yeah. Um, so this is coming out with an article that we're writing on it because we always have to write some kind of compliance article and give as much direction as we can. So you know, if if you, uh, we'll, we'll have posted the article with this, and uh, you know, give it a read. And if you have any questions, you know, you can always send them in. We provide. You know, we love to get your questions. So if you've heard this podcast, at the end of it, when I'm done here, someone is going to say, hey, if you'd like to uh, send a question to Paul and Halisi, just send it to this address. If you have a question, please send it to us. Halisi, thank you so much. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Do Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. 
Make sure you tune in next week. And remember, better workplaces make better lives.